You are listening to The Current Daily, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Friday, August 7th. Can you believe it, dear listener? This marks our 100th episode of The Current Daily, or 100 Pods of Solitude, as we're calling it. Somehow, we've put out an episode every business day since March 18th. And don't I know it. (laughs) Yeah, to commemorate the 100th episode, we thought it would be illuminating to check in with a variety of people and allow them an opportunity to reflect and share their experience since March. As you might expect, we've received a variety of responses, some humorous, but most very thoughtful, touching, and poignant. First, we asked, what's been a positive experience about working from home? Here's Ron Galakic, a business technology support analyst at the service desk. Having the kitchen near my desk. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. <laughs> because back in the office, so I have to get off of my desk, go back to the break room, then come back. So I get some exercise at, but now. But I have a stand-up desk, so I'm standing most of the time when I'm working. So. And here's my friend Paul Jamison, manager of EdTech Ecosystem Services. Getting back those two hours per day that I used to spend commuting. So I rode the bus to campus most days. For our team, giving team members more flexibility with their schedules has been great. And also just witnessing how productive they still are. So just really proud of our team and how much they're getting accomplished. At a campus level, I hope it's kind of changed some thinking to be more in line with what ITS has been advocating on remote work. Namely, that productive teams don't necessarily need a supervisor or a manager looking over their shoulder, just an engaged one. And globally, I think, you know, like reduced air pollution, reduced greenhouse gas emissions. I think more employers are asking whether having staff sit in traffic, is that really the most useful use of their time, given our technology resources and climate challenges? Finally, we heard from a student employee, Nick Coe, an incoming senior and IT field support tech for research information systems. I've actually had the best grades I've had since college started because working remotely also means that I don't go outside. So my social life is pretty much gone too. And that just means I can focus more on school. Being able to rewatch my lectures because they're all posted. Because I feel like during the regular school year, if you miss it one time, it's just, it's just gone. So remote schooling is not as bad as I thought it would be. Congratulations, Nick, on upping that GPA. He also had this comment. Working remotely has made us more, as a team, more familiar with the software that we're using, especially Microsoft Teams that we've been working on recently and rolling out to our users. Because working remote, we have to use this program a lot more than we would have to in person and being able to use it like how our users would use it. We would run into the same issues and just being able to familiarize ourselves with programs such as these, we are just able to give a better guide to our users and troubleshoot for them better because we are much more familiar with these things. We also asked people what they've learned since March, either about themselves or working from home. Here is Trisha Moss, our Blink editor. I think I learned that it's a lot harder adjusting to working from home than I thought it was going to be. Um, Because it was interesting at first, 
and kind of scary, but I thought it was short term. So I'd feel a little defiant sitting out in the hammock with my laptop, you know, I can, I can beat this. And then um, it became a full-time and long-term and it started to sink in and then it just got heavy. And I figured out that saying to my family, I need to be left alone for a couple hours, didn't work as well as it did when I was only home one or two days a week. So I had to go ahead and get, make an office space where I could close the door. So I moved into my closet, my desk and my giant screen. And that actually helped. And so I guess what that helped me learn is that I have learned to improve my time management skills. I'm going to put that in a business phrase. <laughs> Next up, Patty Honda Nations from HDHIT. Um, I learned a little bit more about being flexible and okay. keeping things in perspective. You know, that you want to balance good planning, like buying toilet paper with living in the moment like deciding to bake cookies and to you know, sort of emphasize the positive. Yes, we've been really busy with the ESR, but you know, you have a pandemic, you don't have as many clients on the system at the same time. It's like the best time to do a major financial overhaul. So you know, there's things that have been really positive about the whole thing. And here is Gino Benetti, process owner for change management, problem management, and major incident management. I've relearned that letting go of the day is something that takes discipline and practice. On campus, I used to have things that would force me to leave, kitchen, the van, pool, bus, uh, or, or the bus, and but now I'm at home, so I have nothing dragging me away. The other thing is that uh, family's noisy, and they are they're not necessarily taking me away from what I need to do, but they're just constantly there in the background, making noise, doing stuff, just being a family. Yes, Gino, families are noisy, but that's why we love them most of the time. Somehow it does feel like every day is bring a kid to work day. I'm hoping that you are having as few major incidents at home as possible. Here's Ron again. Yeah, because one of the things we worried about is uh, when we're remotely, how do we handle, because we have the front desk and people come visit us, how we can handle that. So we found ways we can help people virtually, you know, through Zoom, through uh, a remote desktop connection and help them that way. As opposed to, oh, I can't solve it. So you need to come on campus and see if we can help you that way. So it, it kind of proves that we can do that remotely. Next, we asked what people have found surprising about working from home. Let's start with Rebecca Ursich, a trainer for IT services and ESR. Most surprising, how lonely it is. It's very, very, very lonely because I live alone and it's just, it, it's really, it's really lonely. And I've, I've worked remote jobs, but it's only been because I traveled a lot that I didn't go to an office, not because I was like sitting in the same chair 40, 50 hours a week. And Gino found? Working remotely was actually something that I enjoyed doing and that I could actually be equally, if not more productive. So that, that was one. I also found that I recouped in a tremendous amount of time. And Trisha finds something that I can relate to. Like they talked about fatigue was going to be a thing, but I, they mean the media. I didn't really believe it. And I don't know whether it's the doom scrolling the news or, or, you know, trying to cheer up my family because I have two teenagers and they're not going to school and they, they've chosen not to see their friends, which is good because we weren't going to let them anyway. You know, it's just being a cheerleader for them and making sure they don't get depressed and everybody stays happy. It, it's exhausting. 
And finally, here's Patty again, who's rediscovered her true self. I always knew I was an introvert. I hadn't realized how much of a hermit I was, that staying at home for days on end doesn't bother me. (laughs) I'm kind of surprised by that. Childcare, of course, has been one of the most challenging aspects of working from home, what with schools and daycares closed and virtually no options for working parents. Here's Nicole, a BSA in HDH technology. So uh, working from home has been interesting. I don't know if a lot of people know, but I have two kids. One is four and one is, well, when when we started this, he was 17 months. So working from home is very challenging. My husband also is considered like a frontline worker. So he was going into the office still when we were all at home. So having two kids home while working was a struggle. For a while, I had to off shift my hours. So I had to do what I could during the day meeting wise, and then catch up at night after the kids went to sleep. So a lot of my emails from everybody were, you know, after 10 o'clock, some nights, but it it worked. It, It seemed to work fine. I mean, I did respond to emergencies when needed, but working from home and having two kids, I feel all those parents out there. It's hard. We struggled. We still struggle. To close out, we ask people to play the role of soothsayer and predict what happens next, either for themselves or for society as a whole. Here's Rebecca again. Well, don't really see an end in sight. I think what's going to keep me sane is continuing riding my bike as much as possible. And I ordered a language app. So I want to learn, try to learn some Croatian because I'm working on my Croatian citizenship, my application for that. So do that. Try to branch out. I'm doing the Toastmasters. So trying to branch out and use this time to learn and not veg. And let's close out with Patty. I think that the fall will be a big test of behavior. If we get more in-person interaction in schools or, you know, like my daughter's going to, you know, hopefully we'll be able to go back to school as people do. It's really a question of whether or not they could keep San Diego in a reasonable state. You know, that's a big question. And there you are, a small sampling of how people from across IT services have been coping and reacting since March, and how they're going to make it through the foreseeable future. As ever, if you'd like to share your story, send us a note to its-podcast at ucsd.edu. I would like to give a quick reminder that the first Campus Lisa webinar that we recorded today should be online soon at campuslisa.ucsd.edu if it isn't already. We had a pretty fantastic discussion, and I really appreciate the words of encouragement and feedback that we've already started receiving from our peers. It's been a pleasure to not only reveal what we've been doing at ETS and ATS, but to share that with all of you who are really our colleagues and we're all in this together as the now cliche seems to have it. That being said, one thing did come up in our discussion and that is when Treb Padula started to acknowledge the workers who have stayed on campus through all of this. Those workers who have come to be known as essential workers. This episode does show that we are focusing quite a lot on all of the remote work and remote teaching and learning that has gone on. 
We would like to hear from you if you have been working on campus as well. And we would also like to acknowledge your essential capabilities and really the work that you have been doing by going into campus through all of this. Personally, I'd like to say thank you. Today is indeed Friday, and I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.